Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Would you believe it if I told you that as a Christ follower, you can absolutely live a consistent, victorious, overcoming life that honors Christ? Now, I'm not talking about living a perfect, sinless, mistake-free life, of course. We're still in the flesh, and things are going to happen. But I am talking about, again, living a consistent, victorious, overcoming life that honors the Lord Jesus Christ. I maintain that that is absolutely possible. Now, there's a passage in the Word of God that addresses our victory. And that passage is the passage that we're reading right now. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the full armor of God, that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything to stand firm, stand firm therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Now that is again Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 18. And that's the passage that we're going to be studying over the next six podcasts. And we're looking at it from this perspective. Suit up for victory. I want to say that one more time. Suit up for victory. Now, in order to experience victory, we have to start where this passage does. You know, in, in, in uh, many of our minds, we would think, okay, I want to experience victory, so let's just hurry up and put on the armor. Let's, let's get ready to go into the battle. Let's, let's put on all those pieces of the armor. But that is not where this passage starts. So let's look at it again. Verse 10. It says this, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. That's where this passage starts. It uh, tells us something, and I, and I want you to know that in this small verse, this very small verse, there is a power-packed message for every believer, for every follower of Christ. And that message can be summed up in four words. And those four words are this, the battle is won. And I might even add a fifth word and say, the battle is already won. Look at, uh, again, the verse, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord. Those two words, be strong, are 
are uh, translated from the original language that the Word of God, the New Testament, was written in. That would have been Greek, Koine Greek. It's a classical Greek, a Greek that's no longer spoken, but but it was uh, that's what the the Word of God, the New Testament, was written in. And the two words, "be strong." are translated from a word that, um, it's actually a hyphenated word, dunamis, indunamo, indunamo. Dunamis sounds like dynamite, doesn't it? And, and the, it actually means, in this case, it, it would probably even better be translated, be empowered. It means to make strong, to make strong. So, it is a verb, and it is a verb that, uh, not to get too technical, but it's in the present imperative tense, which means that it's, uh, and as an imperative, it's a command. We are commanded to be empowered, to be made strong. And, and it also, it's present imperative, it, it means it is an ongoing thing. So every time uh, the, the situation arises, or as a lifestyle, be empowered, be empowered, be made strong, to make strong. I'm making that emphasis for, for a reason. It says, be strong in the Lord, are the next three words. See, our strength is not inherent. We do not automatically possess strength, and we cannot make ourselves strong. You say, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. I can make myself strong. Um, I can go to the gym and work out, or I can read some really good material that'll, that'll make me think strong. I can make myself strong. Well, all of it's still coming from the outside. For example, if you're going to the gym to make, to make yourself strong, uh, are you making your heart beat? Are you making yourself breathe? Are you making yourself think? Did you give yourself life? Do you keep yourself alive? All the answers, the answers to all those questions uh, is no. No to all of them. We all uh, have something that comes from the outside of us. And so we cannot make ourselves strong in and of ourselves. We are not inherently strong. Our strength comes from an outside source, and it says, you are commanded to be empowered, to be made strong in the Lord. That term, the Lord, there is a term of power and authority. Who is the Lord? Well, it is Jesus, of course. Acts chapter 10, verse 36 Peter, as he's talking to Cornelius in his household, he says this, The word which he sent to the sons of Israel preaching, peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, we hear this, That you keep the commandment without stain or reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which He will bring about at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only Sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And then, if you go to Revelation chapter 19, and you look at verse 16, it says, And on His robe, and this is referring to Jesus, and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus is the ultimate authority. Jesus is the ultimate power. He is Lord of Lords. And so we are strong in the, in the Lord. Our strength, our empowerment comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. And so God gives us a command there. Be strong. Be empowered. 
How does that happen as we do it in the Lord? Now, let's go on, though, because there's some more to this verse. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. In the strength of his might. Let's talk about what that means. There's two words there that I want us to focus on, and it's the word strength and the word might. Those are two different words that are, are uh, translated from two different Greek words. First of all, let's go to that last word first, in his might. The word might comes from the Greek word iskus, and iskus means inherent strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. His might is his inherent strength. Uh, Jesus is God. Jesus is God Almighty. He is strong. He is all-powerful in and of himself with no outside resource. He doesn't draw on any power from any other resource. It all comes from him. It is inherent in him. And, and when his power goes out, there is no loss of power. There is no diminishing of power. He is God Almighty. I want us to, to, to remember that. Jesus is, is full of strength and strength entirely. So be strong in the strength of his inherent strength. Now, the other word is strength. And that word strength comes from the Greek word kratos, and it is manifested power. So where the previous one is inherent strength, what is in him, this one, strength, is the manifested power. It is, in other words, it's what is being manifested outwardly. Back in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 to 23, we hear these words. And what is the surpassing greatness of his power, that's dunamis, uh, the inherent capacity, toward us to believe there are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in the in the one to come and he put all things in subjection under Jesus feet and gave Jesus as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And so here in this passage, we are told that Jesus has that inherent capacity, that inherent power. He has that strength, that manifested, that manifested power of might, of inherent power. And, and that manifested power was in the resurrection and exaltation of Jesus Christ. It was manifested there. Romans 1.4 says he was declared to be the Son of God with power through the resurrection. Jesus' manifested power happened in his death, burial, resurrection, his ascension, and his exaltation at the right hand of God. And it says there in that passage that Jesus rules all things. There, uh, there's not a name that's above him. There's not a power that's above him, a ruler that's above him. He's over all. And he's head also of his church. That's you and I. So, I want to bring this all together here as, as we close out this podcast. Finally, be strong in the Lord, be empowered in the Lord, that's a command, and in the manifested power of His inherent strength, of His inherent might. Be strong there. So, where do we start if we want to see victory? We've got to start with the fact that Jesus has already gotten the victory. 
He has manifested his power and he's he's won the battle. It wasn't even a battle. You know, the the uh, Old Testament passage in Genesis chapter 3, verse 16, where it says that uh, the serpent will bruise the, the heel of the seed of the woman, Jesus, but he will crush the serpent's head. When Jesus died on the cross, what looked to be a defeat, what looked to be his end from the outside was actually an a, uh, exhibition of his power. Because at that moment on the cross, as he died and paid for our sins... He made it possible for us to be forgiven, to have a relationship with Him, and to have the power of sin broken in our lives. The power of sin broken in our lives. And the exclamation point was put on it when He raised from the dead and ascended back and is exalted. And so, where do we start in order to experience victory? We start where this passage does, at the point of victory, victory in Jesus Christ. That's how we're going to. So before we suit up, before we talk about putting on the armor, let's understand that we have victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. And now we're going to learn how to appropriate that victory in the coming podcast. So under then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.